Before I begin the homily part, I just wanted to make a couple of like announcements. One, Mary Baring passed away. Some of you may know her. Anyway, um, she died Friday evening. But also wanted to announce Dick Shirey, who's been the business manager for us since I've gotten here. Um, he had some tests run this past week. And on Friday, he was diagnosed as having acute myelogenous leukemia. And they actually began the treatment on Saturday because it is such a very severe kind of leukemia and they have to do a severe treatment for him. So I'd ask your prayers for him because he has been a great gift for me and for the parish since I've been here. Um, he is really the one I really attribute to having brought our finances together and have clear pictures and know where we stand across the board. And Dick has done a very heroic and tremendous job in helping straighten that out. Um, not trying to fault anybody, I'm just trying to say I was just so glad to have now through him, I know what, where we stand and I know where things are and it's been a tremendous help and just, um, I'm just hoping he recovers from this. It's gonna be a serious battle, serious fight. So I'd ask, seriously, ask your prayers. Did you notice something in the gospel today? It just struck me actually this morning that the people in the synagogue, when Jesus first began, had talked to them, they were very high in his praise. And very quickly when he said something that went against what they wanted to hear, they turned against him and plotted to kill him. In fact, um, I remember being in Israel and leaving Nazareth and looking back through the back window of the bus and seeing that huge hill on which Nazareth is built. I don't have a good sense of heights, but I would say three to 500 feet high. And the, and the, the cave, I mean, it was caved in like this, so there was no place to land until you hit the ground. It wasn't a rolling hill he was, they were going to throw him down. It was a cliff they were going to throw him off of. And so it's like, they intended to kill him. There was no question on that. And the thing that struck me though was, these were the people who were in the synagogue. <laughs> these weren't the bad people in town. These weren't the people that were known to be criminals. These were the good people. <laughs> These were the ones praying in the temple. It's like, oh my Lord. <laughs> um, I wonder, he didn't, no wonder he didn't like to preach too often in the synagogue. He was preaching out on the hills and in the meadows and along the lake shore. I guess because he probably found it safer. <laughs> and uh, there was no, um, so that's why I think he did, did that. But it just struck me, you know, the synagogue may or may not have been a safe place to be. And I'm sure they all thought themselves as good and loving and caring, faithful, faithful people until they heard something they didn't like. So I'm just throwing that out to you. 
St. Paul, in that second reading, is given one of those beautiful passages that we use so often at weddings about God is love is patient, love is kind. Someone said we probably should take that passage and not use the word love, but use the word God. God is patient and God is kind. God is not jealous or pompous. God is not inflated or rude. God does not seek his own interests. God is not quick-tempered and does not brood over injuries. God does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. God bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. God never fails. St. John says, God is love, and where there is love, there is God. So what about taking that passage and just putting God in there and just say, how does that correspond to the way that you see God? How do you look at God or understand God? And does it fit this if you would put God in for every place where it says love is? Because God is love. And then we can also take it for ourselves and this can make a prayer for ourselves. Lord, give me patience. Lord, help me to be kind when I'm really agitated or irritated inside. Lord, never allow me to let jealousy get in the way or jealousy lead me to harm another. Lord, Good, that's what it was. <laughs> Let us profess our faith with one another. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, energy. Believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.